Hold on, let me refill the coffee before oh, yes. you make the PP noise during the thing. <laughs> the PP noise. Hello and welcome back to episode 51 of Grin and Barrett with me, Rebecca, and we have Mr. Gene Perry. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, did so much like Simpsons. Hello, I, do, I was trying to be Jeffrey at Rainbow. Oh, oh, okay. And for this, we also have Last week's guest too, Mr. Deckenberry. Hello there. Nice to go. be back. He sounded very much like Bungle. <laughs> <laughs> Look like him too at the minute. <laughs> Are you Bungle? Bungle, what? I'm channeling my inner Bungle. James, I just actually thought of something. Maybe I should actually write down the movies you've seen and then give you like, you know, a couple of tips of what movies you could watch. Aye, well, go on, do that now. You're going to crack. What? Well... What Dar- movies have you actually seen? Darby Gill saw one. Um, Austin Powers. So, shall we kick off with the first question? <laughs> I'll do that. So what social stigma does society need to get over? This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they need to get onto this podcast. No, that's true. And out of everything else, yeah. <laughs> what social stigma? Yeah. Comparison. And I'm bloody guilty of that too, where you can look at others and go, break this. And then things start to go a bit skew if. I, mm-hmm. I think Parson is the, what is it, the thief of joy, as they say? That's my thing. True, true. Definitely. Mm. I, I, and bullshitters as well. That's the other one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. No, bullshitters. No, right. There's lots of serious topics I could get in here to, but I'm choosing not to because there is one thing that's actually irritating me right now. I got a message from someone on LinkedIn, and I'm not going to name them because I'm not going to give them any free marketing. Yeah. From this kid, I don't like being rude about people, like, but he wouldn't have been like 22, maybe 23, something like that. And he sent me a message, first of all, saying that he was a, a personal trainer, a life coach, oh. and a business coach. What a... Fucking threesome. That thank, is. Thank, right. God, thank God we're not going live with this one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I imagine he's got a very overdeveloped right arm, right? But Ooh. I swear to God, this kid was about 22 and he sent me an email, first of all, saying, I, I can tell from your profile picture you're fat. So I thought I'd send you this, right? Now, he oh didn't say God. that, but his email was basically, okay. you know, as an entrepreneur, I can tell that you're very busy and sometimes it's not there to do it. But it's basically because you can look at my profile picture on LinkedIn and know I'm carrying a couple of pounds more than I should. But, you know, it was a very, very targeted like that way. Then the second one was, and I can help you develop your career further by doing something else. And if you want to then want to be more successful, then I can help you with your career. And I thought, you got too, far too many friggin' hugs as a child. Like there's far too many. There's something fundamentally wrong with you whenever and I looked at his 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 background. He's never had a job degree from somewhere or other. That's the other thing. Graduates need to stop putting their degree certificates on LinkedIn. I don't give a shit. I really don't care. It's like our souls, everyone's got one. I don't care. <laughs> right? Um so but I, I just thought this um vanity and narcissism. Oh, of these people oh, on man. LinkedIn 
who are gurus and coaches and I've been working for 20 years and I don't wouldn't have the arrogance to walk in and think I could help anyone. If they ask for help, I'll try, but I wouldn't have the arrogance to go in and go, I can make your life better. I go, you are absolute. You've done nothing. You've achieved nothing. And all his photographs were like, he's going out and hired a photographer to go out and take moody pictures of him and different things were in a suit. He probably borrowed from his dad. So it's just, <laughs> I couldn't do it. So that, while there's lots of serious things that we could do with getting rid of this, this um, vanity for people who come out and don't want to do real jobs for a couple, at least do a proper job for a couple of years mm-hmm. before letting people think you're the second coming, yeah. just do something for a couple of years. And instead of having to have me insult you via LinkedIn or <laughs> a podcast broadly broadcast in Azerbaijan, yes, um, I couldn't know. And I didn't reply to him, but I kind of hope he does listen to this because he'll know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> I, 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 do, you know, do you know what gets me about, um, about all this bullshit is that people use all these buzzwords, right? And <clears throat> as they track likes, because clickbait. But, you know, like being authentic, like personal brand, like all this trauma apparently that went through, like the narcissism. So there's one person on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and to be fair on LinkedIn, they are a heavy, heavy hitter, right? And it will get to the point now that I will switch, I will unfollow this person because they talk about narcissism, they talk about childhood trauma, they talk about the topics, yet she's the biggest oh, she's the biggest narcissist I've ever seen on social media. And it's just like, oh, boo-hoo, poor me, and all this. And then you get all the cheerleaders in behind it going, oh, what a wonderful post. And I'm going, hold on a minute. If I actually had a proper conversation with this person, would they actually understand what hardship is like? Mm-hmm. Would they actually understand where life gives you an absolute kick in the balls, what it's like? Because I could have a good conversation with them. Yeah. And to stop this absolute and utter tirade of bullshit which goes on there on social media that all the wee cheerleaders love and adore. And then you get all the wee clicks. And it's just, though, it's my ga- Oh, God. I could go on about that for days as well. <laughs> that is one thing. And then they talk, you know, they talk about this, oh, let's be authentic and all this. And going, what do you mean? Be yourself? Aye. Oh, let's build a personal brand. Oh, you want to increase your reputation like they used to do? Oh, it's just I. Does my not then? But that's the thing. I mean, Rebecca, in the last episode last week, yes. whenever you were uh, talking about the things, especially for young women on social media mm-hmm. and the expectations that are put on them and all the thing, see in the professional world, it's exactly the same. And it's just these people coming online and putting these pseudo-academic in theory things online whenever they've never actually done the job. There's more people now coaching people to make money online than actually doing a job that generates money online. Yeah. You know, I know people who are trainers who work for organizations like Invest NI and the, the City Council and all these people. And the only thing they've ever successfully sold in their life were those training programs to Invest NI and Belfast City Council. They've never had a real job. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just think that, that that narcissism and that 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 thing just has to, that's the one thing I would get rid of because um, it sets on for expectations for everyone else. And it makes it, it makes people feel that even when they're doing a good job and even when they're doing their best, they're still not doing it the right way, quote yeah. unquote. 
And that's a sack of shite. If you can get up, especially in times like these, and actually do a job and earn money, you're doing well. Yeah. That, that's the other thing, right? It's this perception and it's this other bullshit. Oh my God, fake it until you make it. Oh my God, don't get me started. You know, it is that bullshit off. You see the perception of someone perceiving to do well, right? Because they've got 100,000 followers and they get hundreds and hundreds of likes on every post. I bet you some of them don't have two pennies to rub together. Yeah. I bet you some of them are up to help and get. And that's the thing as well, where people see a successful person where their business is perhaps built on sand, built on debt, not the right type of debt. Yeah. And they have no cash uh, at all. And it just does my head in because of all this bullshit fantasy that's been put in front of them. The other thing that people need to realize, right, is that no material is new. Unless there's a groundbreaking discovery out there, this stuff has always been there. Those yeah. books, so there's books in there that, that, that their, their bloody roots are hundreds and hundreds of years old, right? There's no new guru out there. See this word guru. There's no new guru or expert. It's getting existing um, information and repackaging it in a different way. What I do is I get existing information and put it in a process to help my clients get through and pass their exams. I use some weird, wonderful techniques, but it's not new. Yeah. Uh, this is just where these gurus, what a load of shit. Uh, anyway, it's, it's, there is... There we go. See, whenever you call, uh, Michael, my, what my dad would say, somebody of substance. My dad is somebody of substance. There are very few people out there now who have actually got substance about them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would, yeah. So there you go, Rebecca. I think you got a quite a comprehensive answer to that one. That was a great answer. My, well, I logged out of my LinkedIn because it just kept pinging up random stuff from random people. So, but my thing, the whole profile situation, and even whenever someone asks me, you know, where have you worked before or whatever, I just... Like, I know I've been on Game of Thrones and stuff, but I wouldn't personally say that to the person be like, oh, I've worked here, worked there. I just can't bring myself to do it. You were on Game of Thrones. I was, yeah. What did you do in Game of Thrones? I was a trainee assistant director in the That's last brilliant. season. But there was like 50 other people. See, this was I, I, I didn't I, I didn't even Take the win? Jesus Christ. I know, but I, I feel like I can't say that to people because I just feel like I look like an arrogant Trainee assistant director on the biggest television show on the planet for the last 25 years that's pretty good that is I. that's pretty good that's like up there with most things that happened since we had more than four channels <laughs> you see this, and this is the whole thing that it's achievements that I, that I think are, are great such an achievement Rebecca that not too many people on this planet have done yeah. take the win absolutely not too many people <laughs> have done that so yeah. I didn't even know that you figure why did you never tell me that before well Again, I just don't feel like I can go, yes, this is it. Like, if someone's talking and work about Game of Thrones, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. But I would never, like, go in unless they ask me. I just, I can't, I can't bring myself to do it. Cause well, I don't you see, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. That's the thing about here. So I'm, I'm interviewing a guy last week, <laughs> right? <laughs> last Sunday, last, no, sorry, two Sunday nights ago, I interviewed yes. him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and he'd be quite big on LinkedIn and, and, I actually think he's quite good. He's not necessarily in that narcissistic bracket at all, um, but he does produce some decent stuff. Mm-hmm. But what I what I had said to him was um, pre-interview was that there's quite a low bullshit threshold over here in, in in the north of Ireland. Now there are some people who are going down that narcissistic bullshit route. There's a lot of people in the north doing that, but there's also a few people, and I would say we're probably included in this, 
they've got a quite a low bullshit threshold. You know what I mean? We can call people out and that. And I think that's quite good. Where and you need a healthy you need a healthy medium of the other thing that we're not good at is actually taking credit for the successes that we have. Yeah. And you're that's an example of it right there. If you were in America, you'd be bumming and blown about that. Then you have got the American thing where narcissism is your you know, you're just blows blow smoke up your own hole twenty four seven. Where if you get that decent blend of having this quiet confidence about yourself, where you can project yourself. I'm here, look, I'm in the middle of it too. Like I've got a first class degree and there's only two people who tell anybody about that. That's my mm-hmm. dad. That's my dad, Martin Gilchrist. Right? <laughs> that's the truth. And that's fair enough. And maybe I should say that a bit more because of my bloody business is, is, mm-hmm. is trying to get that. Where there is a decent blend you can get of being humble and modest and knowing where you are, but maybe sort of in a very nice way, put yourself forward for things. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely learning. But to do it in a nice, a nice way rather than this arrogant, bloody arsehole way. Yeah, arsehole way. Don't do the arsehole way. No, no. Like everybody, <laughs> like it's like Declan says, everybody, you know, has one. But you, yeah. but the, the only thing Declan have to say is you can't wash your degree. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. It, it tends to run. Um, you can't. You so, can't yeah. also, you, also, you can't polish your shape. No. I polished the old turd over the years, but there's <laughs> probably a different context. I think yeah. we need to move on to the next question quite yes. Yeah. Yes. So this last question is, what's something you resent paying for? It could be anything, but what do you hate paying for? I actually hate paying for broadband and internet and all that crap. Because okay. at this moment in time, I'm telling the damn deal it's too expensive, and I know it's too expensive. Phone, mobile, broadband package that you thought was a good deal at the time and realized it's actually packing a horse shake, but you, yep. you're into it back <laughs> for three years. Yeah, I hate that. I hate paying for that. What else do I hate paying for? Lunch. Yo. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually got quite a few free lunches in work, to be fair. Whenever we've been working the places around there, I've given us free lunch. Shout out to Domino's and uh, Rat and Roll. They've given us stuff, which is pretty cool and nice of them. So, yeah, we didn't well, have to pay for that. <laughs> according to our good friend, our good mutual friend, Declan Martin, According to Martin, you could have a, he could have a free breakfast, lunch, and dinner in Belfast if things were normal at the number of networking events he attends. That's true. That 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 would be that would be true. But I always laugh. There's a thing though. I I, I always laugh about accountants in particular. <laughs> James, you don't you you don't you're quite good at hiding it. But you know the the tightest species within <laughs> the race here are the accountants. Uh, within it, you they wouldn't give a door a bang. Like they're sitting here, <laughs> like I always laugh because I always joke with Martin whenever he does, and you can guarantee his interviews never last more than thirty nine minutes. Oh, little no, because he won't pay for the premium version he's, of Zoom. He's got around that though. Like he's, I know, uh, 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 but it's it's why it's like uh, it's like back in the day again, Rebecca. This probably predates you, but right. it used to be that if you didn't want a phone call, do you appear on the itemized bill? for for bt whenever you were ringing someone so say you didn't want to get blamed on because my dad used to know all the numbers so if you had a girlfriend or whatever if either of them his sisters had boyfriends mm-hmm. he would know what their phone number was to their house <laughs> this was this is pre-mobile phones you had to ring the landline so it, my sister worked out it was 13 minutes 
it was 13 minutes you had to be on the phone for for it to be appear on the itemized bill. Okay. So she used to have a timer set for 12 and a half minutes. <laughs> and then every 12 and a half minutes, she would hang up and then make the boyfriend ring her back. And they would interchange that for about, you know, however long they were on the phone. That's brilliant. <laughs> but Martin does the same with Zoom now. After 39 minutes, he wraps up the interview because he won't pay for the thing, you know. And I was going, so, uh, but I don't know. I, I think the whole idea of not paying for things. I actually one of these people that doesn't mind paying for things, and that's not to say that I've got money I can afford to throw away. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm very careful about what I buy. So I, I know all sorts of people that are paying for. If you actually got them to look at their bank statement, and go, where does your money go to? Mm-hmm. They would be horrified. Yeah. Um, there's loads of people online. I think CNBC, the American news channel, they do this series where they get people to come on and read their credit card bill and explain what they've bought on YouTube mm-hmm. and they publish this out. And then there's other series where people will analyze what these people have done and make recommendations and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would be very careful about what I tend to spend my money on. So I don't really have that many regrets and I know mm-hmm. I've got, I probably spent too much. I don't smoke and I don't really, I very rarely drink, but I like sport. So I know I piss away probably 60 quid a month on sports channels. I don't watch half of what's on, but that's my thing. Yeah. But I think, I think it's the devil's in the detail here. No one ever like the phone bill thing, James is saying, no one ever loses their fortune on their phone bill or on their sky bill or anything like that. It's on their 20 quid a day. They spend, um, going to the garage waiting on the bus or buying a sandwich waiting on thing or whatever. That's the thing that pisses me off. Yeah. If I had to say anything, it would be the on the unknowns. It would be the you've got, you know, how did you manage to spend a hundred quid over the week you didn't realise? And it was just because you had a bit of spare time in between meetings or whatever and you went to Costa or you, mm-hmm. you did whatever. That's the stuff that annoys me because I didn't need to spend it. I was bored. <laughs> That's the one that gets me. You know, I was bored and I wanted to kill 20 minutes. You go into cost and then all of a sudden 13 quid's away. Yeah. You know, and even though we know the guy that owns our, no, it's Nero is the guy your man owns. He he owns all the Neros and there's still, there's still no discounts or free cards coming our <laughs> way. No, the bit, the bit of me just with the phone bill is the fact, it's the additional 50 quid I'm paying that I shouldn't be paying. You know what I mean? Because I got caught, which is very mm-hmm. amazing for me, but I did. Um, yeah. the, <laughs> we used to do this as young ones. It's hilarious. Talking about the phone, um, me and a friend, <laughs> me and a friend of mine used to go down to the phone box. Remember the thing called the phone box? Yes. We used to go down to the phone box. Dial in the and number. Bring. Nine nine nine. Quick. We used to go used to go down to the phone box at Brennan's, right? And we used to ring the operator and say our mate's number, <laughs> right? And say, "Can we reverse the charges, though?" Ah. Uh, and we used to ring their house every night. <laughs> Was that like two fifty a minute or something? It was mental. It was <laughs> and they didn't have a clue, and they used to pick it up, and they used to know it was us. And the very second, it was like about ten seconds in, they left it down. It was fucking charged. It was, <laughs> I used to ring the house every day for about two years. That's awful. <laughs> oh, but it was our, it was our mates, so it was allowed. Actually, phone boxes. I remember. I only got like my first mobile whenever I was kind of going to tech which was probably whenever I was 16 and I didn't have any credit so I was coming out of Downpatrick bus station I was like my brother's picking me up I my phone's run out of battery I have got no like money or thing to ring him so I had changed so I had to do the walk to the telephone box and I thought 
I'm going to look like an absolute tit ringing from this telephone box because this was like maybe about five or six years ago. And I'm going, oh my God, I can't believe I'm using this. And then thinking about like the C word nowadays, you're like, I can't believe I touched that. <laughs> yeah. Like, but yeah. no, I wouldn't like, even have got into one of them five or six years ago. I thought phone boxes were only for safe public urination. I thought oh, that's wow. all they were for. Or defibrillators. Oh. Yeah, either you put your defibrillator in there, or if you're stuck for a piss, you go into a public phone box. If the PS and I are listening to this, I've never done that. (laughs) I'm six foot five. I probably wouldn't be able to, even if I wanted to. I I thought you went in to put on your uh, your Superman Superman outfit and come out like. (laughs) There's not enough room to burl anymore. It's the cutbacks. You can't burl in them anymore. Uh, Very good. Very good. What else are we on now, Rebecca? Flashcard Friday. Flashcard Friday, we are, yes. Shall we go for the first one? Let's go for it. Let's see. So the first one is vaccines. What? Vaccines. Bleach. Get a needle <laughs> into your arm, your grand. You got a dental? No. <laughs> no, it's Sephora. Is it, not Sephora, that's a bloody makeup brand, isn't it? Sephora. Uh, oh, how do you know that? You do a bit of drag on the side. Because <laughs> I have a friend of mine who's the global internal audit director of Sephora. Oh. Really, uh, Did you get any freebies? Mm. I, lived house. I, 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 I lived in her house for a week in San Francisco. Oh. Uh, um, no, Sephora. Yeah. Yes. We kiss nuts. We bit of Sephora, fire into your arm, your ground. Mm. Kills, kills everything, apparently. Apparently, it really cleans out your lungs. That's a message for the health secretary of Alabama. (laughs) Absolutely. That's also a message for the 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 president of the United States of America. God bless him. That's how he gets his natural skin tone. Yeah. Yeah. He takes them them tablets out of home apart on the (laughs) on the penny seal. (laughs) I won't get one for a penny. (laughs) He's the world's number one consumer of suki orange juice. No, what was the orange? What was the other one? It wasn't Suki. What was the one that actually turned you orange? A bullet but just no, no. <laughs> no, what was it called? What was it called? There was an orange that people used to get, an orange juice, and it used to so, Sunny Day. Sunny Day, that sunny was it. Day. Yeah. Whatever the chemical was to put in did it used to mm-hmm. change your skin pigment as well. Did it? Yeah, yeah. It's banned now. You're not even what? you're not even able to get it. Can you remember tip tops? Oh, I. Yes, but we never, because the straws never came with it, we always used to actually tip it up and bite with our teeth the corner off it to suck it out of the bottom, which is so stupid thinking about it now. Oh, but yeah, tip tops. You used to, used to get, <laughs> I was head boy across car school, right? So, the wee as, tuck part, shop. as part of my duties, I had to work in the tuck shop. Mm-hmm. And I was only allowed to do it for the first two weeks because I gave away so much stuff for free. But, you used to be able to get a packet of Frosties, a packet of Minis, and a tip top, oh. right, for 35p or 40p or something. Oh. Imagine getting anything for 40p now. I know. Happened so quickly as well. Like Frosties. Remember Frosties were 10p a packet? Frosties would They're never great. be justified. I lived on Frosties. You would no, never no. justify a packet of them for more than 10p. No. Do you still get Frosties? Yeah. Do you? You still get Do Frosties. You? And you can get Cola Cubes as well, and Fireballs, and, you know, the Dip Dabs. What about blackjacks? Yes. Do you get them in them. normal shops or do you just get them in that like that place in Newcastle? I oh, think you can get them. Up. You know you know those wee shops that are kind of like they're not dingy, but they're small and they've got like all the wee different sweets in. 
Ah, and the gooey there. one. There's one in Newcastle and there's one in Dickie. You don't get them in Belfast anymore. The Tip Top and the Bourbon are the two sweet shops in Newcastle. Yep. They're probably not allowed to do it anymore because all the kids used to just stick their hand into the thing. They're probably yeah. not allowed to do that anymore. Do you know what the, you know the greatest sweets were? But these were fantastic for another reason. Millions. Remember millions? Oh, bubblegum ones were great. I used to, I would, these weren't for eating now. You used to put them in your mouth and you used to go, <gasps> oh, <there's something> <laughs> That's the exact same as can you remember like the sweetie bracelets? You used to bite them in half and go like uh, this and you go ding. Yeah, it's like a slingshot. Or the white toppy bonbons, they were lovely, but they oh, used yeah. to break the joy. They were class. They were great. Mm-hmm. Aye. So that's vaccine vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> Would you take the vaccine that they're trying to develop now for the C word? Or because I don't think I would take it because it's not developed enough. Just could But now yeah. I wouldn't take it first. No, no, I wouldn't take it first ever. No, you would get you. You would could develop monsterism like Bart yep. did in the symptoms. In the symptoms. Surely that's that's what students are for. I got not one of those anymore. Remember the testing center? The testing center. Yeah, up, uh, up that's right. I know. Like it wasn't something I ever did because I wasn't brave enough. But yeah, I have a yeah. friend when I was at university, and he made like half of his income every month by submitting himself for medical testing. Oh there used God. to be a there was a wee center just. Off the road. top of Stramillis, and he used to home. disappear for a week, <laughs> and he'd come home. Like, he'd just he'd just reappear in the class the next week, flush with cash because he'd got three grand because he'd been taking these tablets and they were monitoring his sleep for a week. And it's like, what were the tablets for? I don't know. I don't know. I just passed the thing test, so he's probably God knows where he is now. He's probably dead we, now. Something's bound to have kicked in after all <laughs> these years, and he's there. But he had this. I remember once he did this thing, which were eye drops. Uh-huh. And one of there were like eye drops for, I I know something that goes wrong with your eyes, I suppose. Uh, but they they like he was taking thanks, thanks for that groundbreaking medical <laughs> yeah. eye drops for eyes. <laughs> As you can tell, not the academic here, my friend. Uh, <sighs> but whatever he was, there, but I was going. You let them put chemicals into your eyes for a week. How much did you get? And he was like twelve hundred quid. I was like, would blindness be yeah. worth twelve hundred quid? He says no. They told me they were they were like that sort of thing wouldn't have happened. I was like, well, I'd expect them to tell you it wouldn't happen. Like uh, you would have put your fee up if if that was likely. But that used to be a big thing. Was medical t- like they used to sponsor Ulster University and Queen's University's jerseys mm. for the football teams and the Gaelic teams. We used to audit them. So I always just assumed that's what students were for for medical testing, and the ones that didn't <laughs> make it, it was natural selection. So it was it was fine. So once all the students have had a go, um, and you'll have it. If it works, then I'll have it. <laughs> Just as you said with the eye drop situation, we had one customer that he was getting a mouth spray, and he insisted on ringing me, and he was like, "See this mouth spray? Uh, what do you do with it, and where do I put it?" And I'm like, "Well, you put it in your mouth because it's mouth spray." And I'm going, "Oh my god, I can't cope." <laughs> well, there are things. With them written on the outside saying not to be taken internally. So those instructions are written for someone. Well, that's true. <laughs> so know. vaccines, we're not going to get the vaccine unless it's tested out in these students. It's just Yeah, we need, we need students to step up and do pay their way through their tax dodging and do some medical testing for the lads. No problem. So Along that's gravy for the lads and testing for the lads. Yep. All in there. Okay, so we'll go for number two. <laughs> let's, let's let's test the gravy for the lads. Well, this isn't gravy, but the next one's milk. <laughs> what about milk? Milk's brilliant. 
I love milk. Milk's class. Do you like goat's milk? Goat's milk? Goat's milk. It is good. They drink it just. Yeah, well, my brother drinks it, but there is no, everybody thinks there's like a smell off it, but there's no smell. And there's a wee bit of a taste towards the end, but it's not like, it's not bad. Are we talking about goat's milk here? Yes, James, we're talking about goat's (laughs) milk. But yeah, going, you like- going, my God, Rebecca's days off. What the hell? <laughs> so yeah, milk's great. I love milk. Um, like there isn't a meal you could have that a pint of milk wouldn't sit perfectly appropriately beside. That's true. I'm amazed restaurants don't serve milk. What? Like you can't you can't get a pint of semi skimmed in a restaurant. Brilliant. Like I'd be. Well, see, I have to be dying. blue top all the way. Do you remember like whenever the milkman came to your house and you had the proper glass bottles of milk? I had the cream formed in the top and all, and you just down it. Hard to beat. A double packet of Jammy Dodgers and a pint of milk is hard to beat. See, that's the explanation for my athletic figure. <laughs> Jammy Dodger? Jammy Dodgers and full fat milk. See, it's, oh, it's the same as myself. The milk. Like I have the body of a temple at the minute. It's brilliant. <laughs> Buddhas. Uh, you? <laughs> do, you know, uh, do you know the fact that Buddha was never fat? The real Buddha wasn't fat. The, it was the Japanese or Chinese made him Fat to make them jolly looking and appealing, yeah. more appealing. There you go. There's a well, another nugget, a, another nugget of shit out of my head. <laughs> well, here's actually a question for you, Declan, because we're always talking about biscuits. What would be your favorite biscuit? I'm a man of simple pleasures. I just want to eat bourbon. Oh, chocolate one. Oh, we chocolate a, bourbon. A bourbon with a pint of milk too. It's hard to beat. Just a wee. That's the only thing I get. We do the little shop. Get the big packet of bourbons, mm-hmm. packet of custard creams. That's Do all I want in life. you dip them into your milk, though? No, I'm not a pervert. <laughs> no, 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 no. You just eat it and wash it down. Okay. Like a civilized, civilized pervert. person. Like a civilized pervert. Like a, like a, like a civilized pervert. Exactly. <laughs> a civilized pervert. You're a, a, a Frankie pervert as opposed to a culture pervert? Yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be having that. No, that's unacceptable. I always laugh. I, I I took care of the story years ago, just to mention little and and biscuits kind of connected. Um, care cares a nurse. She was going on night shift one night, and uh, she asked me to go to little and go to the uh, and get her some hummus mm-hmm. and some of the little crackery things that you you dip into it. Because yep. it's quite good when you're on night shift. You can just dip and, you know, it's not, you don't have to cook anything or anything. It's good. So that's fine. I went and I, I live in the People's Republic of West Belfast. So um, I went <laughs> to the Stewart Town Road and I went to the little there and I had uh, in my hands uh, a box of grapes for her hummus and her dip, I'm going to say they're dip sticks, the wee, the wee sticky <laughs> bready things, right? The dipsticks. So I had these things, and that was all I had in my hand. And I'd just come out of work, so it was kind of suited. It was one of those few occasions where I was actually wearing a suit. And uh, I was second in the queue, and this wee woman was behind me. And I used to work in Little, and we used to call this the proper Little shop, mm-hmm. where they've got like five big two-liter bottles of cola. They've got all the crisps, all the frozen shit of the day. But then they've got like three lettuces on the top, so it looks like they're being healthy. Yeah. Right. There's fucking, you know, <laughs> right. Full, full thing. So probably cost about 30 quid, right? Full, full, full trolley and little. Um, but I'm sitting there and this woman's giving me the stink eye. Really dirty look. Really like horrible look. And 
I'm, I'm waiting and I'm doing that thing where you're trying not to be self-conscious, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure she's giving me the stink eye. And eventually just went, is everything okay? And she went, see you. You should be here. And little. <laughs> she says, you shouldn't be here. You should be off down the Lisburn Road wearing your suit and your grapes and your fucking hummus. <laughs> I was going, hummus? So basically, she was shouting at me for appearing to be too middle class and a little in the Stewartstown Road. But I said, that's not even my hummus. So I just refused from this day on to buy hummus and a little anywhere and send Kira in the bath in case I get accosted again by the angry little woman. Uh, yeah, do you ever watch the series of, or the episode of the Inbetweeners and the Caravan Club? Do you remember the Caravan Club? Have you ever watched the Inbetweeners? All right. So um, Will was, was talking to the, the adults and talking about hummus. And this punk rock chick came along and went, are you trying to humor the the uh, old people by talking about this, I went, yes, I love hummus. So the minute you said hummus, I thought as well of the Inbetweeners. That was it. That was a pretty good impression there, James. It was good. That it wasn't was bad. Uh, and then I think you should add that to your LinkedIn profile. Absolutely. Does, it damn, <laughs> does it damn fine well? That was the same. That was the same punk rock chick that turned around to Will and says, "I want you to f <laughs> right." I stuck the head in him and started kissing him, and he pulled her away to say he wanted a moment. <laughs> it was one of the cringiest things I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Ah, oh, that's funny. That was on the other night, the one where he threw up on the kid. Oh, he, was, he offered to babysit. Classic moment. Oh, and I forgot it was, but I forgot that happened. Do you ever watch an episode of a series you've seen a thousand times, but you just forgot about a wee part of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, see, when he threw up on the kid, I for, I'd forgotten about that. I killed myself laughing. Uh, Inconsolable <laughs> for a good five minutes. One of, one of my favorite ones is, do you remember they were doing the fashion show for the boy who needed a liver transplant or whatever it was? And he, he was in the wheelchair and went mental. So Will put the put the sheet over him to shut him up. But then but then Simon walked out and done the fashion parade with his ballot hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> Every was, time. I was classic. <laughs> Absolute classic. And then at the very, very end, Gilbert walked out and walked in and went, There's nothing funny about testicles, Cooper. I shall find it tomorrow in my office. <laughs> <laughs> There's your tagline for this week's show. Oh, There's yeah. nothing funny about testicles. No. Nope. <laughs> They're serious. Check them regularly, fellas. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I love how these tangents would go from milk to testicles. Oh, well, to be fair, that's the same as Bowie's balls and gravy balls. for the lads. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it all comes around full circle. Always it does. does. Every it's time. Like Every circle time. of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we going to the Lion King here? Have you seen that? No. I know. It's just, it's just Rebecca's references throughout the last 53 episodes. or 50 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Go home. or Go home, James. You are home. One moment. And watch Lion King. The original. I will not do that. I know you won't. Just watch a clip on YouTube and say you have. Okay. I will. I will. Okay. So is that the end of episode 51? That is. Yes. Will I wrap it up? Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you can also follow us on Instagram at Grin and Podcast NI. And you can email us at Gmail. No, it's not. I do that every time. It's Grin and Barrett Podcast at NI at gmail.com. Come here. Did you, get any, did you get any this week or the last week? 
Uh, don't know. I have to refresh my spam. <laughs> so they're going to spam. Well, no. Some well, the ones that go into spam are the ones that are ever looking money, or they're like, no. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Thank you very much, Declan. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, James. Too obviously, the Zoom man who can afford to pay for more than premium or for the premium. Well, yes. So just to complete the the story, better mutual friend before we go, he's borrowing somebody <laughs> else's Zoom. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> He's actually uh, borrowing somebody else's Zoom. Well, a lot uh, of people do that with Netflix too, so it's fine. Oh, uh, uh, you can't beat it. But, yeah. yeah. So he has his cotton socks. <laughs> Which he borrowed from someone. Who else? <laughs> <laughs> Which he got in a pre-marked discount special. <laughs> in bulk. He's bought his new socks for the next 30 years. And they're white. And they're white. <laughs> we're, li- we're, li- we're, we're allowed to do that, Rebecca, so... Yes, that's okay. So, okay. Is this the end? That's the end. That is the end. Goodbye to everybody in Azerbaijan. Goodbye to everybody everywhere else. <laughs>